and they cut my shirt to expose it. And then they put this layer of fake blood, which was just corn syrup and um, food coloring so she could eat, actually eat it. And then they put the noodles on me and put some more. I remember her just digging in and eating like this and then going back and I'm like, there's probably chest hair oh, getting in there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You mentioned earlier uh, you do a lot of opening day stuff for Disney. Um, so did you get uh, early access or opening day access to uh, Galaxy's Edge when it opened? I didn't do anything with Galaxy's Edge. Um, it was my choice. I could have gone opening day. I could have done so much stuff with it. Um, I just chose not to only because it's kind of hard for me to explain this without being like, I'm not, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars. I'm not the Star Wars guy, and there are so many people in this world who are the Star Wars guy and girl, or whatever you want to call them, um, the Star Wars person. And so I thought one less person is going to make that other person happy who wants to get in. Um, so I just waited a couple of days, and I've done everything. Um, I've done Rise the Resistance several times, um, did... Um, what's it called? The millennium Falcon ride uh, smugglers um, run smugglers run gone into the cantina. I mean, I've done everything. Try blue and green milk. There's not anything in the land. I have not done except build a lightsaber, which I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause but, what, how much is it like $200? I think it's like one ninety nine ninety nine. Now yeah. I did get a pass holder. Like I got to go in. I, I take that back, man. I did get to do something. I got to do a pass holder preview thing. Um, and they booked me a reservation at the, um, cantina and I got a fast pass for smugglers run and, uh, or return time for smugglers run. They told me my time I could go in and it was awesome because it was not a lot of people in there. It was just certain pass holders. So you got to do it. And I rode smugglers run four times that day and I got to do every single thing. My first time was the pilot. I got lucky. Oh, wow. um, nice. and then I just did it again and kept doing the single rider and, um, then I went to the cantina and had breakfast there. I had, oh, I, oh, I didn't get any food because um, I knew I was going to eat at the Backlot Express that day. <laughs> I, oh, God, <laughs> and, I love um, that Backlot. I hope that never goes my away. my favorite restaurant. It's so good. Um, but I did have, I had two or three of the non-alcoholic drinks in the cantina because it was like 8, 15 a.m. And I was like, do I want to drink a beer or an alcoholic beverage this early and then get on the Smuggler's Run? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um but I tried the non-alcoholic. They were okay. It was like Gatorade with boba tea stuff in it. Like I just, it was not, they weren't like thirst quenching and it wasn't something like, Oh, I want that again. Um, But I bet the alcoholic beverages are delicious, but these, I guess they're just more fun for kids. But even with the kid, normal kid drinks at Disney, I enjoy. Um, I love a good Shirley temple with a glow cube. Um, Mm But uh, yeah, the food there, the Ronto wrap, man. Oh my gosh. It's like this pita bread with, um, I think it is lamb. I don't know. Oh, wow. um, but it's kind of like a gyro almost. Yeah. Um, if you've ever had a gyro and it's, they're delicious. Um, I don't like the blue or green milk. I've tried them both. Yeah. It kind of has a popsicle wood taste. Tastes like you, you know, when you finish a popsicle and you go and lick that last part. And you get that wood grain taste kind of has that mixed with soap. Yeah. Well, it's the, the soap that's it's 
I was going to say it's not creamy. It's oily. Soapy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up uh, online. You can make it. They, Disney released like the um, ingredients. stuff. It's like rice milk and some other stuff in it. And I just, I don't know. Uh, hey, rice milk is probably the Florida yeah. sun. I'm even like sometimes if I'm not going to sit somewhere cool, I'll say no to a Dole Whip because anything cream or dairy in the it's Florida hot, much, yeah, in the hot Florida sun. Oh my gosh! It's probably I'd rather, why they didn't go with real like milk or cream. Yeah, because it would stink over there. Probably yeah. very bad. The trash yeah. would be horrendous. Because um, I don't know if you guys like if you there's some trash cans over in like Frontierland that like not Disney doesn't forget about them, but like they just I don't know. They're near the they Mickey can't bar get to bar. them fast enough. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the Mickey Bar station, and oh, it's like yeah. you just smell it. You can smell it sometimes. It's it's pretty rough, but. Um, yeah, I, I went in for the pass holder thing, man, and then I kind of kind of stayed away from Galaxy's Edge for a couple of weeks. Let, well, that makes uh, sense. You know, just it, let the stuff you know, kind of die down. You gotta, yeah, I I guess you gotta weigh up whether you're the person to, you know, whether you think you're the person to talk to other people about it or not. You know. Yeah, and I have so many friends who are like diehards. Like I know some people mm-hmm. who go and like. I have people who text me all the time when I'm going and they'll see that I'm like at studios and they're like, Hey, can you go see if they have this crystal or I, I really need this thing. Like they're like, <laughs> like, I can't get out of work today. Can you go and see if they have it? And I'll go and look and I'm like, no, they don't have it. Sorry. And they're like, okay, it's okay. Like they're like diehards. And I'm like, you know, I have my favorites. Um, I have my favorite things. I just star Wars really isn't my, I don't know why. I mean, I enjoy the film. It's like, I've seen them all. It's like me with Harry but, Potter. Yeah, I'm the same mm-hmm. way with Harry Potter, man. Like they're yeah. cool. I I yeah. watch them. Uh, you know, I have watched every single one that's come out and I'm into it. But I'm I'm not gonna read the books once a year. I'm not gonna watch the movies once a year. Um, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I felt that way when I went to my brother and I went to uh, the Wizarding World. I think it was the spring after it had opened. So it was it slightly died down, but it was still like, you know, 90 minutes to get into the shop and just, it, it, it was crazy. Um, and I loved it. And like the theming was probably, it, it was second to, to Disney. I mean, it, it was, and that's big coming for me. Cause I, you know, I just, I put theming almost above anything else. Um, but I almost felt like I'm not really the, I felt like I, I I wasn't enjoying it as much as like someone who is a diehard. Is it like I there's no way that I could enjoy it as much as that. You know, I'm not gonna buy the the wand, I'm not gonna buy you know, all the all those different things. That's how my brother is with uh, the Simpsons. My brother is like the Simpsons dude. And every That's year when he comes to a lot of content. <laughs> That's like a lot of content. Dude, he knows everything. It's so weird. Like he comes to Orlando once a year to see me. And we always have to go to Universal, and he wants to go to Simpsons. He wants to get his Duff. And during that time, they always have the Dufftoberfest, um, which is their October Duff. <laughs> um, it's so good. But he always has to go and get his stuff. It's so weird, dude. Like, we're walking around, and he'll see something like this little tiny detail on something. He's like, oh, yeah, that's from, like, episode six. You know, this guy does this. And I'm like, wow. But, I mean, I'm the same way with certain things, like, there's there are certain films um, and TV shows that I'm almost like Rain Man with. You could like play a like you could literally be like, okay, what's this? And push play and then push pause and let me hear like a snippet of something. I can tell you exactly what that's from. 
where yeah. it's you know who's saying this who's doing that and it's like <laughs> weird stuff um so i mean i get it with people but like there hasn't been a thing like that in a theme park that's opened in a long time that i've been obsessed with and i'm kind of thankful um for that because it helps my wallet but i do <laughs> i do like that um there are a lot of rumors and stuff like the universal classic monsters might be having a new place in the new theme park and because that's be awesome. that's my jam i will yeah, definitely be yeah. freaking out about that kind of stuff so i'm excited to finally get that maybe hopefully get that fanboy um feel you know that's that's the way i was with great movie ride though when i would go yeah. on the great movie ride i would fanboy about the chinese theater and you know the the old movies and just little things in that attraction so you know i've had my my fair share of fanboy um things mm-hmm. but i fanboy about weird stuff um it just depends on uh, you said you're a big fan of classic monsters which uh which rendition of king kong is your absolute favorite well with king kong i've only seen the very first king kong the original was like stop motion i guess yeah um back then and then i saw the most recent king kong i think the one with jack black mm-hmm. was that yeah skull island skull island no not scott not, not skull no. that was the 2005 peter jackson one. oh was that oh okay okay the um, one with Jack Black, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw because I wanted to, st- I wanted to kind of know what was going on at the attraction type thing. Um, you know, it's weird. King Kong to me, it's like Godzilla. I have a lot of friends who are into Godzilla and stuff. I really can't get into it. I tried. I appreciate it. Now, the first one when I saw it, I was like, okay, I can see why this is a classic film and why a lot of people put this up on a pedestal and stuff like this is mind-blowing that they actually put this in theaters and people saw this i'm sure it terrified audiences yeah um but i try to do the same thing with king kong i mean with uh, godzilla excuse me and um i have a lot of friends who's like collect king kong and um godzilla figurines and they love that stuff i like creature from the black lagoon yeah um the creature from the black lagoon to me is like such a weird concept how there are so many like it's something this lady created, a lady created it, by the way, you know, a lot of people don't know that she was the artist behind the creature. Um, and it was like this, they took old stories of Gilban and, you know, the, the mermaid myths and the undersea life and, you know, mixing it with a person who can actually walk and breathe like a human. And they universal took this whole thing and created this monster. And it's so iconic, just like Frankenstein's monster. You know, to me, those are the those are the monsters like I'm really into, like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was not what Universal, you know, created when she wrote the book. She had this different idea of the monster and how he looked, Um, you know, so when you see those those icons, those monsters and stuff, to me, it's just it's almost like um, art. I mean, it's almost like I compare the the official like sketch of the creature from the black lagoon up there with like a mona lisa or something yeah. like you know it's so iconic well, uh, even it's... kids even little kids yeah. who've never seen the film it's like who is this and they're like oh that's frankenstein well yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's the point where it's 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 gotten so pervasive into american culture and the i guess what would that be the zeitgeist where it's not it's not just a its own thing it has kind of it has all these like tendrils that have influence this and this and this which go on and like it's like that's that's the daddy you know for yeah. for like 
horror and 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 thrillers and and things you know like that that is like the progenitor of all that so. i love i love the horror um the whole horror community i'm i'm very thankful that i was welcomed into the the horror community the way i was with my channel and stuff too because with my channel i do incorporate some horror things i've done some horror filming locations um different some obscure films that no one's really ever seen or cared about and then some that some people are like that's not a horror like i did hocus pocus and they're like that's not horror i'm like yeah well you know it's awesome though you, I mean, you horror fans are wearing your sanderson sisters t-shirt so give me a break but um you know i did the halloween filming locations um just things like that and i you know just being i'm not just a disney guy but i'm kind of known in the disney community as a disney you know youtuber but i'm not um just a disney youtuber so it was kind of nice like and i think the reason why i was welcomed into the horror community so much is because of my background with punk rock music and you know knowing these people and those people and things like that and these people would see me at different conventions and stuff they're like oh i didn't know you were into this stuff i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah dude uh, horrors horrors my jam i love i love a good horror film i get too scared so <laughs> It depends have on what ever, I mean. It depends on. Have what you ever it is. been in a low budget horror movie? Yes, but I don't think it ever got released. Um, I forgot what I did in it. it. This was long ago when I was in my band, and the guy who actually shot one of my band's music videos was like, "My brother and I are shooting this low budget zombie film. Could you be in it?" And I was like, "Yeah, what do I need to do?" And he was like, "Wear a cardigan sweater and a white T-shirt under uh, that you don't care about anymore." And we're going to bloody it up and we're going to put noodles on you with blood. And um, we just want you to lay there. And so that was what I did. I was just a victim that was kind of like, I think I was like a, a guy who had died in his car. The zombies pulled me out. And Amy, I never found anything from it. So he, um, you weren't dead. You just really loved noodles a bit too much. Pretty much. They were just going out of my chest. But I remember laying there. I remember laying there on this nasty concrete in the middle of this small town in Mississippi. And the poor girl who was the zombie is sitting there and they cut my shirt to expose it. And then they put this layer of fake blood, which was just corn syrup and um, food coloring. So she could eat, actually eat it. And then they put the noodles on me and put some more. And I remember her just digging in and eating like this and then going back and I'm like, there's probably chest hair oh, getting in there. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, and all this stuff. And yeah, no, I've never, I, I, I would love to do that kind of stuff. Like if there's anybody in Orlando doing low budget horror stuff, call me, I'll do it. I'd love to do that kind of stuff. I was in a, a Avengers mockumentary. Um, basically, I'm not even a superhero fan. So it was like, why am I doing this? Um, we had the infinity gauntlet and it was like modern uses for the infinity gauntlet. And so <laughs> I'm standing in line ordering a coffee and this goody two shoes, cool daddy walks in. He's like, excuse me. And like pushes me out of the way. And I'm like, what? And he, go, he goes up and orders and he's like, pushes me out of the way to get out of line. And so I walk up and I'm like, can I get a cold brew? And then I turn around and I have the Infinity Gauntlet. And you just see me do this. And when I close the fist, the guy is it cuts to him and he's drinking his drink and it fills up with bubbles and he spits it out. I turned it into soap. 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's little things like that where we cut to different scenes of like people. minor annoyances. Yep, people using it to do different uh, things. And it was was this for cool. your channel? No, this was not for my channel. These were just a bunch of um, local actors in Orlando that I'm friends with. Um, people who uh, do um different things in the entertainment industry here like a bunch i have a friend i have a bunch of friends who do stunt stuff in orlando and um a lot of them called me and they were like hey man we need a guy who's like kind of like just like the everyday like dude can you come and do this (laughs) i was like yeah they were like sweet you kind of just like an everyday guy you know and um so it worked out it was cool um i can't remember like where it went but they entered it into a couple of uh, film festival things just as a joke kind of thing. We weren't trying to get anything off of it because it was just so much copyright that, <laughs> you know, we couldn't even begin to sort things out. But yeah. it was fun nonetheless. Well, well, Nick, I remember we had uh, a thing that back when we when Nick and I worked together, uh, there was a thing that we had to <laughs> we had to bloody and dirty me up. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you were playing a, a drunk I, guy. From, yeah, I was uh, I was playing a a, a drunk uh, baseball game fan uh, who had uh, who quote unquote from the, from the from the dime of beer night. Yeah, yeah, ten cent beer night back in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was portraying him. So Micah, I have really... you ever heard of that? You've heard of that story? No. Miss, okay. okay. So yeah. So ten cent beer like night. Baseball history. Yeah. Like, so. Um, this was 19 this was July no June 4th June 4th 1974 um the India the Cleveland Indians they are not that good right now uh well they're not very good anyway in 1974 they weren't good um so they had this idea and Nick correct was this Bill Vec who did it no he would have been gone by then but, been, okay, but um, it was uh, it, yeah it was no. this promotion it was this promotion basically and they were like okay we need to fill the seats Let's do, you know, instead of Dime a Dog, let's do Dime a Beer. And, you know. And this is Municipal Stadium. Municipal Stadium in Cleveland was where the Browns played. This is where the Indians played. It had 80,000 seats. Like, this is massive. Um, They built it back in the 30s. It's gone now. Uh, But, yeah, so they were trying. A couple of bucks nowadays, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they way cheap. (laughs) Basically just uh, you could go in for for like two bucks. You got a a bleacher seat and 10 beer tickets or or what? 20 beer tickets. And uh, they just had like a van and like these two girls who were just trying to to pour the beers. Oh, and and it was all over. Yeah. And at at every turned into a riot, like a full on riot. Um, So. If you wouldn't imagine, uh, ten cent beer is incredibly popular, and yeah. in in the first since it was the first time anybody had done this, they didn't really, they didn't even, I don't even think they really considered the scope of what could happen when you mm-hmm. have eighty thousand people who can drink a whole excessive amount. Well, um, and it was also it, like all the all the college kids were home. The yeah, college, oh, Lord. And yep. college kids were back in, up in Cleveland and. Yeah. So if you so if you watch, they are uh, there's literally, you know, the game starts out pretty subdued, just a normal game. And as the game goes on, people they they have to eventually cancel the game because people are running on this field. They're stealing bases. There's a huge like just 
uh, storming of the field by all these beer bottles fans. Yeah, there's (laughs) everybody is making bad decisions in a in a scale of eighty thousand people. So all of the bases got stolen. They never got recovered. Yeah, they never found any of the bases from that game. Um, Oh man. Yeah. If you if you want anybody watching or listening. which doesn't look like we have many people. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Right here. Uh, uh, but and you can go on YouTube, just watch like a little synopsis of it uh, yeah. because it's literally one of the craziest things. At, well, and, at yes, some point, yeah. the, okay. the bartenders were just leaving. Uh, they couldn't deal with it anymore. So you literally had optics of people pouring beers at, right out of the tap into their mouths. Uh, I mean, it just, they didn't, they didn't know how to control it. And it was such a hit. Uh, the Indians actually did it again, uh, yeah. <laughs> like a few months later. Uh, although this time they would like, they would like really yeah, like, really, a, like uh, a 10, like a five beer maximum or something. Yeah. Like that. They would right. hinder, hinder people uh, um, to show how much of a, of just a, a, a disaster it was the MLB to this day will not release any footage. So any yep. footage find, and you won't find much like it is, it is not, you don't have the express written consent of the MLB because um, they, they they want you to not think it exists, except the Cleveland Indians have sold shirts that says I survived 10 cent beer night. Yeah. So, and, you know, so, but I was playing this guy. And so I, I had to get all bloodied up and dirtied up. And uh, uh, Nick had me roll around the front, uh, <laughs> the front in the grass to get Just like, I ruined grass and rubbing it all over his back. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great time. And you got to drink, if I remember. And I did. I got to drink. Uh, yeah, was, they actually let you drink beer. It was wonderful. On the clock. That was great. Yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Film. Just film. Being oh, okay, yeah. Filming process. I wrote a, I wrote a horror, horror film uh, a couple of years ago. It was not good. Uh, most of them aren't so you're fine yeah it was a three-week challenge uh there's a little competition that they do every you know every october halloween area um where in three weeks you have to uh you know finish a a film uh and you don't know what topic you're writing about um until you like select it the day of so you know it's not like you can have something in your back pocket and then then make that in the three weeks. It's like you get basically one, two, a couple days to write it, you know, and then three weeks to do everything else. Yeah. So it was fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, wouldn't do it again. It was, yeah. It was stressful. I can imagine. I can totally imagine, man. Um, deadline stuff, not fun. Well, they also had like, the I will say like I was really impressed with what other people were able to do, and when I looked at our film, I was like, "Wow, I have so many ideas for a next time." If only this wasn't so freaking stressful. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's okay. That's kind of the reason why when I do some of my YouTube videos and stuff, like I don't, I don't ever really go and like wing it. Um, I usually go and like figure out what I want to show, what the topic's going to be, try to research as much as I can look up on Google earth, um, before I even drive to the location, if it's not at the park and, um, it's not in a theme park or anything. 
see where I can park my car, where I can stand safely and film, do that whole kind of thing. Because like I've gone, I've gone in places like all of a sudden it just clicked in my head, like, oh, I'm gonna go film this today. And I drive and I get out there and I'm like, next time I'll be yeah. more prepared. You know, so now it's like it's insane. Even if I know the place, like the back of my hand, I still go on Google Earth, look around the situation. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna park here. I'm gonna set up my camera here. I'm gonna film here. Make sure I get this shot, that shot. You know, I'll sometimes write down like monologue, you know, pieces of make sure you mention this, 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 and this, and uh, put it in my notes on my phone. And yeah, I usually come home with like 20 minutes full of full of footage, and I trim it down to like eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> digestible content. Yeah, that's just the way you got to do it, though. I've learned to do that because I used to just film just enough and I get home and something was wrong or something was not usable. And then it's like, crap. So, yeah. Well, um, so we are nearing the hour mark. Uh, yeah. so, this is flown by, man. Yeah, flown we by, are. Uh, we'll go ahead and do a what's irking you this week. Um, and then I say we tell people where to find us and um, – Fuck right off. This <laughs> is <laughs> a family station. You just yeah. you just earned your explicit uh, content ah. marker. There you go. I was yeah. put it there anyway. Now I proud of you. <laughs> um so okay. Uh so Tim, without further ado, what's irking you this week? Well, I'm gonna actually call an audible because I don't have a what's irking me, but I do have a sports minute. Okay. You, there's nothing that has pissed you off in the last week. I don't know. We had to wait for a little while at Swenson's today. We went that and got works. Swenson's today. Yeah. Go ahead with your sports minute. Okay. So uh, it's not really a minute, but um, I don't know if either of you love ba- baseball. I love baseball and I have been just, it's been irking me that baseball is not being played, but obviously safety. Um, but there is baseball play- being played and it is the uh, Korean baseball organization, the KBO. Uh, I'm rooting for my team, the Lottie Giants, the Lottie freaking does Lottie Giants. Uh, they, they also own a, a, a team in uh, Japan. Um, so it's a rollicking good time in Korea. Uh, the NC Dinos and the Lottie Giants are four and zero. The normally stalwart Kia Tigers uh, down in the basement at one and four. Their only win being a twelve to three slobber knocking of uh, the Samsung somethings. But uh, yeah, and if you ever want to watch them, ESPN is showing them at 1 a.m. every morning, Eastern wow. Standard. Yep. <laughs> so I actually watched opening day. Uh, That's cool. You're like discovering new sports. Yeah, yeah. And it's American I, sports. Yeah, and I think I, I, I've watched some of like the, uh, the Japanese league in the past, but I never watched. I really didn't even know this. Your sportsman uh, is up. Damn it. Well, <laughs> it'll be next time. Okay, Micah, anything irking you yes. this week? Yes. These people, like, they get these masks. The mask we're supposed to wear. And they're supposed to do this. They're doing this. Oh, not the, yeah, the this. nose. Let's go. I was in Walmart yeah. today. And I don't rest with my them chin. On, and they're just sitting on their chin. I'm like, this isn't fashion. Unless you're it's making not, you a beard. Like, and you're making- if you're going to wear a hat, you won't wear it like this. Put the dang hat on. It's okay to wear it this way, this way. Heck, I'll even take this way. But don't like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's I'm like, saying. I don't understand. Put the freaking mask over your nose and your mouth. And like, because you're, you're, you might as well take it off. Yeah. That, uh, you might as well take it off. Yeah. 
Yeah, it and I mean, me to no end, man. Yeah, and that's like, the thing is it only really works well if two people, you know, if both people are wearing it. So you know, if you're wearing it like that, I might as well take it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you're not solving anything, but I don't mind like, you know, in certain Walmarts and grocery stores, they have a, you go down this aisle and you can't go back down that aisle. You have to go around yeah, the yeah. other one. That doesn't, if you're, oh, you, know, like, style. If you need to, if you need to dip in real quick and just grab that cracker and it's right oh. there. I, I understand that's not going to make me mad, but when I see the employees wearing their mask wrong, I'm just like, come Set on, a bad example. like, come on. And I saw some people without even wearing them at all. And it's, and we went to the Walmart today in Osceola County, and it is required out front. Um, we, we had to go pick up some furniture today, and we were in that area, so we got groceries. And out front, it says required to wear protective mask, scarves, bandana, T-shirt, anything will do. Yeah. Just wear it. And some people in there weren't wearing it. I was like. Yeah, I know um, Costco has been in the news for they're requiring it, which is good. Um yeah, uh, I go to a place, a computer store around here called Micro Center, and they, they, I, I love how they, they have it set up. They, they've been staying open because, like, you know, computers are essential or whatever. But um, you go in, they have a, they have a person there that they'll spray your hands. They have masks. They have gloves. They have like, like, dude, that's that's great. You know, that's that's taking the initiative. Yeah. You know? uh, so yeah. my brother just got a job at. Um, Meyer. Uh, and so he is, he's in college still. So essentially what's going to happen is Meyer and other grocery stores, um, because they're the only places seeing business, uh, they actually are able to keep on a couple more people, uh, every shift. And they're basically just having cleaning committees where they just basically every 15 minutes. So whatever it takes to clean the entire, you know, disinfect the entire store. So, they disinfect the entire store and then they turn around and de- disinfect it the other way back. And they just keep zo- like, that's their job the entire time. It's just going back and forth and back and forth. Uh, and I'm like, that's cool. They also have the sneeze guards up. I'm a, I'm a fan of sneeze. sneeze yeah. Guards. Uh, but like yeah, Donald started it, doing that. I like it. Yeah. I think, um, do, do you guys think that though, like, you know how, like when you have to, Let's say you get fleas or you get some kind of insect thing in your house. You have to bomb it, you know, and you set the bomb off and it disinfects and, you know, do you think they'll ever create something that they could like say, hey, Walmart between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m. is a sanitation. They close all the windows, close all the doors, and then they basically like release this chemical that goes on and just basically sanitizes everything. It's it's safe to be on your skin. It's safe to breathe in. but It just cleans. You know, that would be kind of neat. If they can disappear, yeah, I, you know, I feel like that's yeah. If they can automate that, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. They could put it in so many different stores and so many different places like that. Movie theaters, yeah, but think you of know. all that merchandise they're not selling from the hour of 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. Exactly, <laughs> like, do it at like yeah. that certain time, you know, uh, something that could be released in the ceiling, like a spray, yeah, right? Something, you know, I don't know, maybe like reverse sprinklers. Yep, I should have been a scientist. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'll do. I'll think of the idea and then give it to a scientist and be like, we'll split the money. You do it. You're I like, the idea. I'm an ideas man myself. I like that kind of split. Yeah. <laughs> in science, punk rock. Yeah. Uh. 
I go work at MIT or I could be in Akron, Ohio in January. <laughs> but for real though, like Mississippi has a pretty good music scene. Like they had, and that's where you got your start in Mississippi and the music. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, blessed because I mean, there it's like the heroes are Elvis Presley, Oprah Winfrey and Jim Henson. And yeah. you know, it's and Jimmy Buffett and, um, Oh, There's let's just, not forget about Jimmy Buffett. Dude, Jimmy Buffett's no joke there, man. It's insane. Um, but yeah, like those are the heroes. And like you go into school and stuff, you'll see huge murals of Oprah painted places and Elvis. So I kind of had it pretty easy, like trying to explain to people, like I wanted to do music. But at the same time, it was just kind of like, yeah, right. You're not going to do anything. Because everyone where I was from, like you kind of did the same thing. You went to school, you went to a college, you got your four-year degree, you were married and had kids before you were 20 years old. You know what I mean? It's like, that was just, wasn't for me. Wasn't what my path was supposed to be. And not that I dog on that path, if that's your path and you have it figured out. I unfortunately took the road less traveled of the path of, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do. And it's a lot scarier and can keep you up at night (laughs) for sure. But uh, yeah, music was on cool shows like this. Yeah. There you go. You never thought. (laughs) No, this was fun. I, yeah. Look, yeah. Sometimes I get on podcasts and they just want to talk about what I do the entire time. And I'm just kind of like, just go watch a video and you can see exactly what I do. I'd rather just chit chat with people and, you know, yeah. talk about random things and just. That's talk. what we excel at too. We, we <laughs> are so good at just shooting the shit. Well, we talked about food. We talked about animals. We talked that's about true. sports. Well, uh, we talked about a lot I, of things. I, I, I had a list of things that we that we were going to talk about, but I was just like, "No, we're we're just gonna." Yeah, you texted me. You're like, "We're talking about comfort foods, and we haven't talked about a single comfort food yet." <laughs> Ooh, fried chicken. Okay. But Next. the thing about fried chicken, I think I like the idea of fried chicken more than I like the actual fried chicken, only because I'm I don't like. I'd rather have chicken strips than ah. the restaurant the bone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. There's oh, too much stuff that's not like the meat that you want. You know. Yeah. Before we go. Micah, 30 seconds on why the honey mustard at back. (laughs) There's this honey mustard um, or anybody who's ever not been to Disney's Hollywood studios. Disney uses it in certain places, but the best place to get it is at the backlot express. And it's a pump yourself um, honey mustard. I've come to the conclusion that they use Mayo, a little bit of mustard and actual honey in this. And it is the best dipping sauce. You can put it on anything. Your burger, your chicken fingers, your french fries. I mean, and, I can and, eat it with a spoon. Yeah. It, it, oh, God. There's something about it. I don't know what it is. It's not too mustardy. It's not it doesn't have a kick. Some some honey mustards kind of have a kick to it. This doesn't. Very smooth. Um, it's almost sweet in a way. So damn good. Um, there's just something. But I'm telling Disney right now, if any executives are watching <laughs> – or anybody who yeah. has <laughs> any control, <laughs> bottle it and sell it because yes. Chick-fil-A just started doing that with their Chick-fil-A sauce. And yeah. I've bought two containers in two weeks. So consumerism <laughs> will be I, made. Well, I, I like, think the last, the last time we hung out at uh, Hollywood, um, I can't remember where. It's It's been a couple of times. Yeah. But, oh, you went, you went ham on that. <laughs> but we oh dude yeah we went to the we went to the the, the tap house yes yes yeah, yeah. The tap house and then we went over there and i forget if someone was with me i think travis was with travis me was with us, yeah um and we went over <laughs> we got lunch or dinner there and i just was like 
guys don't judge me. And I came back with like six of those containers. I I mean, I was like scooping it just to eat the sauce. No, like it's that kind of good, dude. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of honey mustard, and we've been talking a long time. I think things got delayed a little bit because of this whole thing, but yeah. uh, about doing a Disney vacation and trying to line it up with uh, uh, Tim yourself, uh, because I feel like if I go to Disney by myself right now, it's a waste. When yeah, I have, like, yeah, you need me there. Encyclopedia that I talk to all the time about it. Yeah, like, it just like I feel like so much would be lost on me if I just went alone. <laughs> with no guidance from yeah. Tim That's because what I hear about yeah. it all the time. And so Tim, you know, you're making the list of, of where we're going. When we go put that honey mustard on the list, please. Oh, oh Dude, hell yeah. foodie. You could be a foodie at Disney and be the happiest kid in your entire life from drinks to desserts to snacks. I mean, it's like the world is your oyster. I almost, bought, I almost bought the galaxy's edge cookbook. Oh, I know a lot of people who have, man. Okay, yeah. yeah, the food, every time I've eaten something there, I haven't not liked it. Everything is really, really good. Yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't like was the milk, um, the blue milk thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's really nothing bad there. I've I've tried everything at the, the restaurant and the quick service thing, the Ronto wrap thing. Dude, Ronto wrap's one of those things like if I know I'm not gonna eat like a sit down. Like I know I'm not gonna have a burger, but I just need something quick to eat. I'll just walk on, over on and get a or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. Dope. Well, I have had so much fun uh, on this Mother's Day. <laughs> <I guess>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, my mom was a Mother's Day more than three yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. To everybody that listens to this, even though you'll probably listen to this well after Mother's Day, call your mothers, call your grandmothers, call a mother. <laughs> Doesn't have to be doesn't have to be yours all uh, the pet owners that that you feel like you're the mother to the pet i i agree i'm a i'm a cat daddy so yeah i'm a you, french bulldog dad uh, french yeah of course uh i'm surrounded by french bulldogs uh anyway <laughs> so um without further ado tim where can they find us well i'll tell you nick you can find us uh, on all the social media at my tasteful dudes. That's at my tasteful dudes. Uh, you can also find us on uh, anywhere that you can find podcasts. Just look up tasteful dudes podcast uh, and you can get it right from the source at. Oh crap. <laughs> What's it called? It's uh Libsyn something. We're hosted by Lipson. Ah, never mind. Uh, if you can find us on Apple Podcasts, and if you uh, if you can, uh, we would really appreciate it if you do like a um, uh, review. Uh, it, it helps somehow. In so, we've been told it uh, helps. Yeah, so please. And uh, also, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put this out as uh, a two part episode because uh, we've been an hour and fifteen minutes, and this is going to be hell to to <laughs> to edit. So it's probably going to come out in two pieces, which will be kind of cool. I just Sweet. don't know when I'm gonna when I'm gonna cut it, but and Micah, where can they find you? Everything is World of Micah, M I C A H. Um, I don't use Twitter as much as I used to, but if you do send me something on Twitter, it may take me a while, but I will get back to you on that. But Instagram, um, always comment on my Instagram post. I will write back. You can send me a private message on there. Um, YouTube mostly is my main thing. Um, find me at YouTube.com/slash World of Micah. Comment on there. I'm always always um down to reply to someone so that's about it instagram and youtube i do have a facebook don't really use it that much 
Well, I saw. Did you hit? Uh, I saw you were getting close to. Was it twelve thousand? I actually, getting? I actually, yeah, I hit. Yeah. Uh, Heck. Today, I just hit twelve thousand two hundred and sixty. Holy moly! Burgers. So yeah, it's been. I'm doing the daily vlog thing lately. Um, been doing it for about two months straight now. So it's been kind of, it's been kind of cool, seeing it grow. That's but, well. We'll have to see each other if, we, if I'm ever in uh, Orlando and Absolutely. same ever in Columbus. Um, thank you so much for listening on this Mother's Day. And as always, an extra special, sorry, Mom. Yeah, sorry, Mom. <laughs> Buy a t-shirt. Sorry, sorry Mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we'll see you later. Farts. <laughs>